This morning we're focusing on Bannockburn in central Otago, a glorious mm-hmm. part of the country. So we talked about Cromwell before Christmas, but Bannockburn is just around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So you've really got sort of a two-in-one holiday, I think, and you've only got that wee sliver of the Kawaro River separating Cromwell from Bannockburn. It really is a banger of a destination in its own right. Obviously, for wine buffs, it is like uh, going to heaven because the Pinot Noir mm. is just so good. And, I mean, you only have to look at some of the wine labels that um, come out of the Bannockburn sub-region to realise you are essentially visiting wine royalty, Felton Road, Bannock Bray, Akarua, Mount Difficulty. Um, so you're spoiled for choice. And what I think makes Bannockburn sub-region um, the epitome of central Otago wine is because the extremes in climate are even more exaggerated in Bannockburn. It is like a desert in the summer in right. Bannockburn. And then obviously in winter, you know, it's, it's bone chilling and they have very low rainfall. So it just seems to accentuate the brilliance of their wine. Yeah, yeah. So, so what wineries stood out for you? Well, I think it's a question of pairing great wine with that knockout scenery. So I noticed that the wineries uh, that a lot of people were flocking to over summer were those that had that dream perch over Bannockburn Valley. You've got the serrated mountains backdropping you, tumbling down to the valley and the water with all of those vineyards sort of wrapped around the old gold mine sluicings. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the scenery is absolutely incredible yeah. and Mount Difficulty I think probably would be my favourite perch because not only do you have the scenery but you've got fabulous wine I think Mount Difficulty's Pinot Noir is the best of the lot mm. and then mm. they just do really good food there their lunch places are incredible Carrick around the corner in Bannockburn Inlet would probably be my second favourite. And by the way, for a complete change in um, what one is imbibing, if you feel like a beer, yeah. <laughs> and I have to say after a lot of wine I do, um, you've got to go to the Bannockburn Hotel. Uh, they do actually a lot of wine there as well, but their beers are great. The thing about the Bannockburn Hotel is the history. This is the pub that got the very first liquor licence in central Otago, and they're still going strong. Yeah, so, yeah. great history, great <laughs> views, great food. Uh, you could spend a whole day at the Bannockburn Hotel. Because when I think of this, when I think of central, I mean, the, the, the gold rush has defined much yeah. of central Otago's history, right? And, and gold oh, mining right. has physically changed the landscape around Bannockburn. Yeah, I don't think I had actually appreciated how much until I actually went walking around Bannockburn. And it is absolutely striking how that landscape has been permanently scarred by the gold rush. Um, And um, in those upper reaches of the Bannockburn Valley, I am not lying, but you can look at some angles of the landscape and think you are actually looking at a miniature version of the Grand Canyon because you've got these huge exposed stripped of vegetation rock stacks, even sort of like mesas, like out yeah. of the American Wild West, just protruding from the, the upper reaches of the valley. It really is quite unique. Nice. Are there dedicated tracks around the sluicings? Yeah, the sluicings, yes. It's a great word, isn't it? I love a good sluicing, Jack. Yeah. Um, there are two options. From Felton Road, you can actually go to the Bannockburn Sluicings track, which is sort of like a 3K loop, which sort of takes you around uh, the valley and gets you reasonably up close to some of the pretty amazing rock formations. The other option, which a lot of people miss, is if you go further up Bannockburn Road, 
turn off at Hall Road, and that will take you to Silvertown Vineyard. Now, the reason it's called Silvertown is because that was an old gold mining town at the upper end of the valley, Silvertown. Yeah. That's where the dam was controlled by um, uh, the early sort of gold miners uh, to operate their water blasting or their sluicing. So you can actually see the old dam wall from the 1860s. Oh, wow. at yeah. yeah, yeah, and then from there, there are actually uh, actually some really cool tracks that take you even closer uh, to those um, sort of rock stacks um, at the upper end of the valley. It is really, really cool. Quite a quite a good change mm. from all of that wine sipping. Yeah, yeah, nice to to, to go Mix and burn things off yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Any other <laughs> tips for when you when you're visiting Bannockburn? Well, I know we mentioned uh, before Christmas with Cromwell um, the Lake Dunstan Walking and Cycling Trail, yeah. uh, and that is absolutely going off. You will see more people on bikes around that Cromwell-Bannockburn area, I believe, now than ever before because that trail is so spectacular, and they're just doing the finishing touches to the last chunk that links Clyde uh, with the whole trail. And it does actually weave through Bannockburn. So, for example, at Carrick, as you're looking out at the wondrous view, you'll see this amazing cycling trail that's been cleaved out of the cliff. Uh, so cyclists will sidle up for a wine or two before carrying on. It's yeah. a very cool setup they've yeah. got. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Okay, thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, it sounds like Thanks, a beautiful Jack. part of the country, especially at this time of year. Um, yeah. We will make sure all of Mike's advice for visiting Bannockburn's up on the News Talk ZB website.